Welcome to Embrace the Musica. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru and we met salsa dancing over a decade ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two tricultural kids and making the most of life and community in a place that neither of us grew up in. Embrace the Musica was started right before COVID-19 and is meant to be a place where we can be vulnerable about our story, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts that make us who we are today as we are constantly growing. I also love hearing about other people's journeys. So on many episodes, I get to invite incredible women onto the show to encourage us all. So let's embrace the Musica today. Welcome, everybody. Wow. Episode 47. This is also the one-year anniversary of starting this podcast. A year ago, I asked myself the question, what's the worst that could happen as I drove over to my friend Alfredo's studio and told him I want to start a podcast, but I have no idea what I'm doing? I read my first episode script that I'd written and I practiced into a microphone in his studio at the beginning of March 2020. The funny thing is, looking back, and I know that I'm not the only person saying this right now, we had absolutely no idea what was about to happen around the world. When I said, what's the worst that could happen? I was asking that question rhetorically about our dreams and taking a chance on something that scares us, like starting a podcast in my case. Little did I know that so much would happen the following 12 months and that two weeks after launching a podcast, we would all be in lockdown for the unforeseeable future. So on today's episode, I want it to be light, thoughtful, reflective for all of us as we take a little walk down memory lane and remind ourselves of a few important things. Not only did the podcast turn one this week, I turned 35 this past week. I don't know how you feel about sharing your age with others, but obviously I don't mind saying how old I am. And I couldn't help but think about this past year and all the hard things that have happened and all the good things that have happened as well. So we're gonna talk about five different lessons from the past year. And I hope that you can relate to some of the things that I feel like I have been learning and holding on to over this past year. The first one is boundaries. Boundaries, never before have I felt more of a need for boundaries in my life. Never before have work, school, and being a mom felt so intertwined. And they still are, don't get me wrong. (laughs) I have never felt so guilty about shutting my door in my three-year-old's face to take another Zoom call day after day. I have never felt so behind on helping my kids with their schoolwork on the daily. I was the mom who had 78 preschool assignments that we did not turn in. Never before? Have I cherished so much having time alone? And I know that might sound ironic right now, given the situation of being so distanced from our friends and family right now. But by being alone, I seriously mean by myself, with no kids, no husband, no friends, nobody on my screen, and just by myself. 
Saturday mornings have become the one time I have during the week to be by myself, to write, to run, to drink my coffee a little slower, and to just be. We need boundaries in our life. Many times we are the ones that need to put those boundaries in our life. Whether that boundary is between someone from your past and your present, whether the boundary needs to happen at your workplace. Side note, right now working in education, I feel the stress. I feel the inability to say no at times to my boss. I feel the energy sapped out of me after staring at a screen for 14 hours straight on a day like Thursday this past week when I literally didn't get outside once to breathe any fresh air. Boundaries are hard. Boundaries are necessary. (laughs) Obviously, I'm still working on this and I think it will always be a working progress. It is okay to protect ourselves, our time, our family, our relationships, our jobs, our passions, all of it. It is okay. It is healthy. It is necessary to have boundaries. The next one I want to talk about is dreams. I know I talk about this all the time. It may sound like a broken record. The second episode last year talks about this idea to keep dreaming. I think now more than ever is a time to embrace our dreams, to take a chance on ourselves, on our futures. Now more than ever, because none of us know how long we have here. I think this pandemic has taught us that we cannot control tomorrow. We cannot predict anything. We can't even make travel plans right now. We don't know when we will see our loved ones. The list goes on and on and on. But we do have a choice every single day to show up for ourselves and to try taking steps towards our dreams. As I coach women living abroad, building their business or their dreams, I always say that you have the choice to do something small every single day for yourself. Stop asking how or why and ask yourself why not. The how will come. We will figure that part out. I don't know how to do everything, but I know how to ask questions. I know how to use a search bar online. And I have some pretty amazing friends who know a lot of stuff. If we get caught up in the stuff that scares us or the stuff that stops us in our tracks, it will soon be our 92nd birthday and we're going to wonder why we never did the things we wanted to do or why we let fear hold us back. The next big lesson that I have been holding on to from this past year is a lesson around the idea of time. This one may be a little strange to talk about, but I've learned so much about the importance of making time for what's important and blocking out the essential things in my calendar in this past year. Back in July, you may remember I quit my job. I accepted a new job in 2020. It was sort of crazy timing in the middle of a pandemic, especially going back to a school in this crazy landscape that we are all living and navigating. And this one sort of goes alongside both boundaries and dreams. But making time for myself has never been more important. My 5 a.m. coffee date with myself has never been more appreciated by myself. Making time for a run or getting outside to exercise is usually a non-negotiable for me. That is on my calendar 
every day. Exploring on the weekends, be it at parks or places around Guadalajara, and ultimately spending the important quality time with my kids and as a family is a must. Saying no to things in some ways was easier this year with a pretense of a pandemic and not being able to do all the things we once did. Saying yes to the things I want in my life has also been easier in some ways without the distractions of everything I once had going on. But time is funny. Some days feel eternal. And yet this past year, as hard as it's been, I find myself looking at pictures from the past year and crying because my kids are growing up before my eyes. They are marking the time, even if to me it feels the same old day after day. But I think it's the same for our dreams and our goals and our future plans. We feel like we have forever all the time in the world. But this last year, more than ever, I know that I was reminded that we never know how much time we have. I've learned that taking risks doesn't always go the way you imagine, but you'll never know unless you try. A friend of mine always says, fortune favors the bold. And I can't help but agree. Being brave and being bold is hard. It is scary. You never know what is on the other side of a decision. But you will also never know if you can do something unless you give yourself the time to try it. Back in December, as I was coaching some women, we talked about the biggest struggles we have with time and how our time doesn't always feel like ours. Someone else always needs it or we lose track of time on social media. We are constantly giving to others and not giving ourselves the time of day. So if you're listening, I challenge you to make time for yourself, whether it's 30 minutes a day or three hours on a Saturday, it's worth making that time. You can write if that's your thing. It's worth spending some time in your thoughts, being mindful about what you want. It is not selfish to make time for yourself. It is essential, and this year more than ever. The next thing that I've really been learning over this past year is the importance of your voice. This past year, I have learned to embrace my voice, speaking up about things that I had always been quiet or timid about before, because I learned that speaking up may not always be welcome, just like chasing dreams isn't always encouraged by some of the people in our lives. Our voices may seem small, they may seem like they don't matter. But if one person listens and you can encourage someone else, it's totally worth it. We all have a circle of influence. They may be different sizes. They will look different for every single person. But the people in our lives need to hear our voices. You can motivate someone to do the thing they've been scared to do. You can encourage someone by being empathetic with what they're going through. It is worth speaking up. Your voice is yours alone. Your experience is your, uh, yours alone. Your story is yours alone, your journey. And I know I say this over and over again, but it is worth speaking up. I encourage you, I challenge you to think about that in the context of your own life and your own dreams, your time, your boundaries, all of that, and give your voice a chance. 
this coming year. The next one and the last one I want to talk about is relationships. The other big thing that I know that I'm pulling with me as a result of this last year is just the importance of, of relationships. I think this past year has just emphasized our need for other people. We need each other. Even if we're at a distance, we need people more than ever. Yet there's also a fine line of holding people tight and letting people go. This past year was a roller coaster in so many ways for all of us, politically, emotionally, mentally, stress levels were at an all-time high, relationships fell apart, and relationships were strengthened. I know in our house, we've had to make intentional effort and time to work on our marriage. I am not saying that we are experts and that we don't fight or struggle. That is far from the truth, people. <laughs> in fact, the more that I've opened up and talked on the podcast or with others about our relationship, the more I connect with other women who have been in similar places. It's not easy, but in our case, it's worth it. But I also know that I have friends and family going through different situations, and I will never, ever judge anybody for struggling. Struggling is part of our journey. Life is made of struggles. It's made of moments of joy. It's about vulnerability, about what about finding what works for you. Some seasons are harder than others and we don't always know why and it won't always make sense. As I shared on Instagram this week, reflecting on this past year, this year has reminded me that we don't know what tomorrow holds. Seasons come and go, usually and often without our permission. It's okay to cry, and laughing is good medicine. I want to hug more once it's safe and hold on to the people I love. I want to let go of the things weighing me down while not letting go of my dreams. I want to stop asking myself, what if, and start asking myself, why not? As the first year of the podcast comes to an end and the spring flowers are blooming again all over Guadalajara, I can't help but think that time keeps ticking, whether we love it or not. We have an opportunity to set boundaries when we need to. We can keep chasing our dreams and making time for ourselves while holding on to the people we need in our lives and letting go of those that we don't or the things that are weighing us down. So thank you for your ears. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for being on this journey with me. It's crazy to think that it has been a year since I asked the question, what's the worst that could happen? Because as I said, little did we know and little do we know as time goes on. I asked on Instagram yesterday, what's one thing you have learned over the last year? I just shared with you my lessons about boundaries, dreams, time, your voice, relationships. And I love all the answers that you have shared with me. So here's just a few of the dozens of responses I got yesterday. One friend said, I learned that I'm strong and independent and I can rely on another person. I learned how to bake bread and how to be alone. 
I learned to go with a flow and don't get stuck in, on an ideal that is not going to happen. I learned to not be afraid of changes. I learned that teachers are always the ones who step up to the task. I learned to laugh more and to love myself more. So thank you for sharing a part of you with me and for being on this journey together. Let's embrace La Musica together as we start the second year of the podcast and continue asking ourselves, what's the worst that could happen? Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on Embrace the Musica. I truly hope that there was something on this episode that encouraged you, that inspired you, that motivated you, and I would love to hear if it did. So please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share it with your friends, invite another friend to listen. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace la musica.